In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. At the very end of this morning's Gospel, we have our Lord, after He tells this parable, saying, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Now every time that you hear those words, when you hear the Lord say that, He who has ears to hear, let him hear, you should think, what I just heard was a hard saying. What I just heard was difficult to understand. Because we all have ears, but he's not talking about having ears and hearing it, but really listening and really letting those words sink into our hearts. Because so much of the time, we have selective hearing, right? When someone wants us to do something, we might not hear our, our names being called or, or something like that. I know that was the case when I was young. So he who has ears to hear, let him hear. So this is a difficult passage that our Lord has given us this morning. Because the difficulty in this passage is that it seems to fly against so much of what our culture teaches us. Because what do we have in the gospel reading this morning? We have a master who is going out on a journey and he divides up what he has to his servants. Now, he gives them each talents. Now, talents in this case is a weight of measurement. A talent in the um, uh, ancient days was about, according to Wikipedia anyway, about a hundred pounds of gold in one big chunk. So we're talking these big, huge chunks of gold. That's what this master is giving to his servant. So he gives to one servant five talents. He gives to another servant two talents, and he gives to a third one one talent. Now, we might be thinking, wait a minute, that's not fair. Why did he give five to one? That's 500 pounds worth of gold, and only two to another, and only one to another one. That's not fair. He should have divided those up. Father will have to check my math. Five plus two is seven plus one is eight divided by three, two and two-thirds each. That would have been fair. Well, one of the hard lessons that we have this morning from the gospel is that life isn't fair. That we aren't given the gifts from God in a manner that we would perceive as being fair. We look at someone else and what they can do and we say, oh man, I wish I could do that. I wish I was playing in the Super Bowl this afternoon. Or I wish that I could sing like a great opera singer. Or I wish that I could uh, read a hundred pages in five minutes or something like that. We feel like our, our gifts are not what we would like for them to be. But our Lord gives them to us, not based on fairness, but he gives them to us based on what is best for us and for our salvation. Because it says that he gave the one five, the one two, and the one one, each according to their ability. And so one of the hard things that we have to do is instead of looking around with envy at what the gifts that other people have, we look around and we rejoice in their gifts And we give thanks to God for our own. And we be content with the gifts that we have and we do the best that we possibly can with the gifts that we have. Because on that day of judgment, when we come before our master, the Lord isn't going to look at me and say, Father Philip, why were you not more like Father John? Why were you not more like your own father? He's going to look at me and say, why were you not more like Father Philip? 
using the gifts that I gave you and not trying to have the gifts of somebody else. And the same is true of all of us. He's going to look at us and not say, why were you not more like this other person? Why were you not more like this other one? But why were you not more like you, using the gifts that I gave to you? And that's what we see in the gospel as well. Because although it doesn't look fair, what happens when they bring back their gifts to the master? The one with five brings back ten. And the master says, oh, well done, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your Lord. And when the one who had two brings back four, he doesn't say, man, I wish you'd brought me back ten. He says, well done, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Where's the difference in the reward? There isn't one. Both of them heard the same thing. Well done, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faith, faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your Lord. They saw the gift that, that was given to them by the master. They did the best that they could with it. They multiplied it. They brought it back to the master and they were rewarded. And the same is true with all of us. We do the best with what we can, the gifts that we have been given. Now that is not to say that you look around and say, well, I don't have those gifts so I don't have to be as good as that guy. I don't have to be Saint Seraphim of Serov. I don't have to be Saint John Chrysostom. I don't have to be this person or that person. But we, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is we take the gift that we have and we do everything that we can with it. Dr. Martin Luther King, in one of his uh, sermons, I listened to a, a few of them uh, before, and in one of his sermons, he encourages the people that he's preaching to, and he talks to them about uh, whatever it is that they're doing, doing it to the best of their ability, and, and in his, of course, very uh, vibrant way, tells them, and if you're a street, street sweeper, be the Michelangelo of street sweepers. Sweep that street so that when someone goes by that street, they say, wow, this street has been swept by the best street sweeper that there is. We are called to do the best we can with the gifts that we've been given. It's not fair that some are born one way and some are born another. Some have genetic diseases or deformities. It's not fair that I wasn't born with a particular gift and someone else was, but it's not about fair. It's okay. It's about our salvation. It's about what we can do with the gifts that God has given us to his glory. So brothers and sisters, the hard lesson for, this, for the, this parable this morning, he who has ears to hear, let him hear, is that we look at the gifts that God has given us with thanksgiving, not with envy at others and in despair and wishing we had something else, but actually with joy at the gifts that God has given us because they are for our salvation. And when we see what gifts that we have, instead of trying to wish we had somebody else's, the better we are able to actually use them to the glory of God. Because whatever gifts we have, we are called to use them to the glory of God, to multiply them in, into this world. So that the work of God, not of ourselves, because it's all about God, remember, the work of God might be multiplied and might be continuously produced throughout this world that we live in. 
And this flies in the face of our culture, which tells us about fairness. It's not about fairness. It's about our salvation. So brothers and sisters, may we all see the gift that God has given us, recognize our gifts and the beauty of it, and that it's for our salvation. And when we look and recognize that gift, we use it, not for selfishness, but for the glory of God, so that we can hear when we face our master, well done, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a little. I will set you over much. Enter into the joy of your Lord. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.